any good? Mm, I think they have some kind of drink like that in Russia, don't they? You gonna uh, try not, it? Not that I've ever heard of. I didn't know. It's just the only two liquids I have in my fridge right now. Sounds like only way to one fine. Oh! <laughs> it ain't bad. <laughs> All right, new invention on plus. It's not good, though. <laughs> plus it's just not bad. For the Thursday, um, the Thursday bets get you a milk and vodka in. Get you a little milk and vodka. If you want the Jets to win, get a milk and vodka right now. Sometimes you just got to change the formula. You got to switch things up. Try a little milk and vodka. Little uh, milk before the cereal, if you will. Mm-hmm. But all right, back again, week 14. We love it. Not a bad week, if I do say so myself. These matchups are pristine. Prime time are golden. We actually have great slate in the afternoon, the 4 o'clock window, the 1 o'clock window, the Sunday night game. Ooh, what are you thinking about this one, P? How you feel about this week? I am pumped. I, I like this week. I love this week. I'm almost excite, as excited as you, except I haven't gone through the whole week yet. So some of these are going to catch me off guard. Um, I've been lacking a tad, but um, I can tell you one thing. I don't care what team is lined up against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're coming out with a W. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. All right, Jets taking on the Texans. We'll have the crazy oh, weather shit. report out there. Rowdy, rowdy. I know your other big dog, but tonight know, right? we got one of the lowest totals in the past decade from the NFL coming at you 30 points. We got the um, Iowa Hawkeye Patriots coming up to the NFL playing the uh, Pitt University Steelers here. I mean, under 30, the spread has already went from five and a half. It's up to six now in the Steelers. I mean, I can see the Steelers covering like a 10 spot here. What do you think? Um, Yeah, I could see 10 spot. The offense of the, yeah, the offense of the Patriots just can't win. And I was wrong on last Thursday night. The Seahawks played a hell of a game against the Cowboys. Um, we both missed that spread pick. But um, I'm yeah. confident in the Steelers here. They've got offensive weapons, and the Patriots just can't score the ball. I mean, to cover 10, realistically, all the Steelers would need to do is score 10. Touch, yeah, like, that's exactly what I like think. It doesn't, it doesn't require much. <laughs> From an offense that's semi-capable, I mean, I think Mitch will be able to get the ball to the playmakers. So. Yeah, he's serviceable as a backup. I think Absolutely. he's not... If we're talking like QB drop-off situations here with another shot of vodka milk, uh, Kenny Pickett to Mitch Trubisky's not like a Trevor Lawrence to CJ mm -hmm. Beathard situation. I'll throw no. up our graphic here again. One that I was liking, because the Patriots' defense is solid, and I think, like you said, it could be a 10-0, 15 fucking 3 you know, something weird. Um, race to 20 points, neither team at plus 105. Well, oh, I'd take that. Absolutely love that. Uh, I kind of like the either team to score three unanswered, but kind of worried that the Steelers just score three and the Patriots don't score any. Um, and then we got a small same game parlay over two and a half receptions. Pat Fryer moves looking for Mitch to use the tight end and under on Zappy's passing yards short week, Thursday night, you know, He's not that good anyway. If it was Mac Jones, I'd be taking the under either way. Uh, not looking too hot on the uh, Patriots at all. But yeah, I think number one play yeah. is just that race to 20 points. I don't think we're going to see 20 points here. I mean, the over-under is 30. Yeah. So unless the Patriot or the Steelers go like 21-0. But... Right, yeah. No, I'm with you there. That, that we can agree on for sure. Then going back to the game the Patriots just played they held the Chargers offense you know who can be explosive to six points so six yeah what a I don't weird day think they're gonna have trouble with the Steelers all right moving on from there huh the L-I-O-N-S who bounced back Lion big Lions. last week we had that one uh, on the first half was that game went almost exactly how we thought Lions first half to continue on the form they had came out mm -hmm. covered the shit out of that I like Laporta's yards TD that went in and then the Saint they played the Saints right the Saints started coming back 
and the game kind of went how we expected it got close there at the end with the spread uh this one outside in chicago can i get a live weather report from respondent p live weather report says we're gonna have about 20 miles an hour of wind gusting through the field on kickoff you're gonna want to make sure you get your money in on that under because it's gonna be below six <laughs> all right so uh, over under 43 then coming outside not good defenses really uh i these teams tend to lean over on this one my favorite play is justin fields over on his longest rush 16 and a half yards i mean that guy's definitely gonna squirt out there for 20 at least once a ten a uh, twenty yard for fields is like a ten yard run, so that's my favorite bet here. I kind of liked the Bears on the points, just because Goff is kind of bad outside, like you said. The weather's mm -hmm. not that great; it's gonna be cold, and it's a divisional game. It uh, is, yeah. I mean, they were close the first time they played. Yeah. It makes me wonder if. It was just a little bump in the road for the Lions as they kind of seemed like that's what's happened. I don't know if their forms are turned or not. Um, I genuinely think this this is a big game for the Lions. Not as in I don't think they can win it, but they need to figure out where they're at in the NFC in general. I, I think they'll win the North, but I definitely think that they need to figure out if they're a number one seed kind of team or if they're just going to make the playoffs and kind of be you know, a division winner, but not really prominent. And then to give you an actual um, uh, forecast of the weather on this one, it looks like we're, we be at low winds. It'll, it'll be cold, though. It's going to be around 30, 35, 36 degrees. So it'll be cold for golf and the boys outside. Um, 13 mile an hour winds for the Chicago game. All right, 13 and a half, three and a half point spread. Bears underdog at home. Divisional dogs at home are always a pretty good spot. Uh, I do like little David Montgomery. You know, I can't ever say his name right. Little David yeah. Montgomery. <laughs> Extra M in there. Uh, I like his revenge touchdown. And since it's going to be cold, them keeping the ball on the ground. They're always pounding him anyway. Gibbs be oh, doing I'd all the work. Do <laughs> Gibbs do all the work and then Montgomery to finish it off. Yeah, finish then... him off. <laughs> I did like the over before I looked at the weather. I'd probably stay away from the total at this point. Okay. One of the... Well, the next two really are kind of on the downside of the slate. Panthers versus Saints in New Orleans. Panthers are just absolutely terrible. They didn't... Right. They almost snuck one out against the Bucks on their coach fired game, but Bucks are also terrible, which I got some more to say on them. The next one, uh, I'm leaning Saints here minus five all day. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just you can't put money on the Panthers right now. Um, losing this game by a touchdown is just too much of a possibility. Obviously, it's gambling, so anything can happen. The Panthers could win. It, it is a divisional game at the end of the day, but. Um, yeah, your your money's safe on New Orleans uh, covering this one by a touchdown. So, I'd like that. Yeah, are like... bad. I love that. <laughs> they are bad. <laughs> I believe the first time these teams played, it was already in Carolina. I had Saints minus three, and the Panthers had some weird backdoor cover situation. So, I'd look for New Orleans to just cover the minus five. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Graham, though, I want to talk about Jimmy Graham. He has two touchdowns or two catches for two touchdowns this year. And against this bad Panthers team at home, uh, he's sitting at plus 2000. He just got one last week. I'm looking for, you know, a little small unit. There are a That's little fiver out there on little Jimmy fiver. G. <laughs> little Jimmy G plus 2000. He's at the very bottom on anytime touchdown scores. But uh, other than that, I really like the Alvin Kamara parlay in there. Um, the over Jimmy G. Oh, the original Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah. And man, I can remember when him and Gronk came on the scenes and were just fantasy wreckers back in. Uh, Tearing it up, man. That was my only undefeated fantasy team I ever ran was a two tight end squad with Gronkowski and Jimmy Graham in their primes. Jesus. That's scary to think about. 
All right, what can you tell us about the Buccaneers at your Falcons? Man, to be honest, this one's kind of, this is a tough one. The divisional matchup, this game was super close the last time these two teams played, and it was low scoring. I do remember that, but I also remember the Falcons gave away two touchdowns. We had one moment where Ritter could have ran the ball in, and he kind of slowed up running as he was about to cross the goal line. They knocked the ball out of his hand. He fumbles out of the back of the end zone. Touchdown wiped off, obviously. It's just a touchback, and um, no points are scored. And then they had another one where they fumbled near the goal line, and it got recovered by Tampa Bay. So if you look at those two turnovers and think, you know, Atlanta cleans that stuff up, I, I would favor him by a touchdown easily um, in this game. But Tampa Bay's offense is also really good. So it, it's going to be a close game, but give me the Atlanta um, one and a half. I think Atlanta at home, they're a very good home team. Um, I think that they're going to get the job done. I think they're going to be able to put the ball down on the ground with Algier and with Bijan and uh, Ritter. As long as he stays mistake-free, they'll get this thing done and they'll win by at least a field goal. Yeah, I agree on that. Um, this is a game, my number one pick on the graphic, as you can see, is pick another game because the spread, the slate is amazing, full of a bunch of good bets. Um, and if you're, you've got to bet the Falcons and the Bucks, though, like you said, back the home team. The yep. run defense on the Bucks is atrocious, and they're going to have two of their starting linebackers out. Bijan, 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 loving his over 67 and a half rush. I would even, you could probably get this alt spread at like 70. And then if you trust to 80 yards, uh, but you could probably get alt 70. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's going to break a 60-yard run touchdown, so you might as well just take the 80. Yeah, and then easy play. I mean, yeah, they're not, they don't pass. Yeah. <laughs> the Falcons lead the NFL in rush attempts per game, I'm pretty sure. So if there was ever, you know, to back somebody on 80 yards strictly for volume, it'll be the Falcons and Bijan Robinson. Okay, baby, off of the Falcons and the Bucks to my team. And, dude, I'm like the biggest Ravens hater fan this year, I think. I just, the defense is so damn good, and they run the ball great, but I'm always sus on Lamar. This is a OBJ revenge game. Ravens have been playing great at home all year. A seven and a half point spread. Mark Andrews is out, and they've been using Odell a lot. And his total's only at 34.5. I think go over, over, over on Odell Beckham's uh, 34.5. And then also Isaiah Likely stepping into the role uh, for Mark Andrews. He's been very good. Had a great week last week, or two weeks ago before the bye. I like his over 34.5. Keaton Mitchell, that stud running back coming on. Quick as hell. Look for him 50-plus rush yards. Ravens' number one rushing attack in the league right now. This guy's got the speed to get it done on the outside. Uh, 50 yards at plus 100. Great value there. What are you thinking in the Rams or Ravens? I could see either way. Like Rams um, could cover the 7.5 maybe with like a field goal late or I don't know. I think Ravens win the game at home outright. Mm-hmm. I would have the Ravens winning. Um, if I'm making a spread pick, though, I'm taking those seven and a half points you're giving me for the Rams. They're a capable team, um, and you know they've had their bad weeks, their good weeks, whatnot. But I, I'm a Matthew Stafford um, backer and a believer. Um, I back him big time. Kind of was behind him at the beginning of the season when a lot of people were not. Um, and now he's got Puka Nakua, and he's got um, Cooper Cup. I think they can put points up. I think they'll keep up, but I do think they'll lose the game. Um, but yeah, give me that plus seven and a half for Rams, though. I, I'd land on that side of things. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Odd Shark thinks, you know, 10 points here, but it's never mm -hmm. that accurate. And yeah, I think the the Ravens have tend to get worse in the second half throughout the season. The Rams kind of follow the same trend, but even if they fall behind, the Rams aren't going to just quit going for it and they have the players like even if they were say we're down behind 14 or 17 something like that with yeah little time left like i think they might 
get those garbage time touchdowns to cover right. like backdoor this. So I like a seven and a half a lot, even though the Ravens have been covering kind of bigger spreads. But yeah, last thing I'll say on this game too is my biggest issue with the Ravens. I've seen them blow teams out this season. I've seen them lose to rookie Anthony Richardson and the Colts at home. So it's yeah. kind of one of those things where it's like I've seen them at their worst, and so I know that they can come out and they can lay an egg. Um, but I still think they'll get the job done. I mean, and then they could certainly blow them out, but I would lean towards them winning by a touchdown or less. Uh, other than that, I kind of like the over on the first half of this game. It's set just below three touchdowns at 20 and a half. Ravens okay. start hot, and they usually get down the field quick. Rams are an explosive team. It gets down the field quick. If you mm-hmm. followed my favorite bet of last week, Rams to have the longest touchdown, uh, Stafford hit Puka Nakua for a 70-yard fucking that hit. Oh, that hit, baby. All Flacco could do. I was actually somewhat nervous. Flacco hit a 24-yard pass. And then but okay. two to three drives later, uh, Stafford hits Puka for 70 yards on a nice little slant and just you know take off. And there. At that point, Browns, yeah, they weren't going to get a 30-yard. You could you could think Flacco, you know, gets like a 50-yard defensive pass interference, but yeah. he wasn't going to throw a 70-yard tutty. Uh, yeah, Rams-Ravens, though, I'm, another great game in the slate. Oh, I uh, like this one for sure. Colts-Bengals? Tell us a little yep. about that one. Um... This one for me is a hammer of the Colts. I, I just I can't get behind a team that hasn't looked good all season with their starting quarterback, who now is going to their backup, and I can't name him. And maybe I should be able to name him because he could be somebody I know or somebody that's decent. But I just can't get behind a guy who hasn't played um, with the number one team for all season, and now he's got one week to figure things out completely and be ready to start. Colts have been playing good too, and they've been keeping games close. Um, I mean, we were back in Titans last week who lost in overtime to these Colts. So a little momentum is on their side, you could say. And um, Alec Pierce is finally starting to come out of his shell as well as a wide receiver who they've been kind of waiting on to step up. So um, with Pierce and Pittman, you know, they've got good running backs as well, and they've got a, a decent defense um, that they can stand behind. So I uh, I'm all about the Colts this week give me plus two give me the money line honestly riding up on that pony huh <laughs> yeah I'm and riding that pony rolling into Cincinnati not oh, yeah. a long Get trip there really I wonder no, if uh just outside that's the biggest factor between it being a away game for the Colts yeah I wonder how many Colts fans will travel there or how because the Bengals were bad for a long time during those Peyton Manning years Yep. So I wonder if there's any like influx of like Colts fans in that area. I'd be interested to just check the stadium out. Yeah, that's true. Kind of, you know, just a non-factor, but it's something I'm like personally mm-hmm. interested in. They travel well, yeah, I wonder. Um this is another one though. I just called it better games to bet because I know you like the Colts, but mm-hmm. it's just you don't know what you're getting kind of. And you, you got you got Gardner who he seems to have honestly taken a step this year in his career yeah. trajectory uh, as just like a really good backup. He used to have Correct. those games like we always talked about. He has three yeah. good games, and then he, he yeah. does the Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? He's just woo off the hill. Yep. But no, Can't get it done not this year. I don't know if it's just his team around him. Those wide receivers are coming out. Yeah, he's yeah. very good. Pierce has stepped out of his shell a bit this season for sure. I called this um, the Zach Moss and Joe Mixon type of day. They're both almost minus 200 for touchdowns. If you combine Jesus. both of them, you get plus 140. I'm usually not big on touchdowns, but we've been on a pretty yeah. decent run. And both those guys, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's out, Zach Moss. And Joe Mixon, dude, I had, to, I had to look up his weight after I watched him bully the Jacksonville defensive line um, on Monday night. they I never saw one play where Joe Mixon didn't get at least a like yard push. I mean, fourth and one, third and one, he was through there. That man is 220 pounds, weighing like and short one. and thick. I mean, he's up there with the, the backers. So just Joe Mixon appreciation uh, rant, I guess. But I like that little touchdown play. Colts on the road could get it done. 
like I said, just don't know what you're going to get with that uh, Cincy quarterback either. True. All right. J A G S versus the Browns. J A G S, Jags, Jags, Jags. Give me Jags plus three. Give me Jags plus 140. It don't matter, man. The Jags are going to be the Cleveland Browns on Sunday at noon Central Standard Time. And <laughs> uh, you can, that's, that's a P guarantee for you. Get your money in on the Jags. I don't care who's starting at quarterback. I don't care if we got high school players on that team. When you put that Jaguar green and black on, you are the greatest football player in America, and I don't care what anybody says. It just comes out different. It just does. That's better. (laughs) It is funny because I just saw this random stat, too, about speaking of just Jags players. You remember Justin Blackman, like receiver out of Oklahoma State way back in the day? Yep. Yep. I saw that man had a 220-yard game when he played for the Jags. He only played like 20 career games. Something about the Jags. 220 yards, dude. Before in the water down there in Jacksonville. (laughs) And we're going to go up to Cleveland, and we're going to stomp some boys down on the ground. That's what we're going to do. Trevor Lawrence was back at practice, though. He looked kind of all right pushing off, though. Like, if he could just sit in the pocket and throw, I would think the Jags can win. He could just roll around the pocket in a wheelchair. He'd still win. <laughs> uh, anything would be better than the C.J. Beathard, really. Uh, spread, that is true. <laughs> spread's yeah. going to flip, <laughs> depending on the QB situation. I kind of like the Browns. Well, after P's rant, dude, fuck the Browns. Yeah. Um, Browns going to lose this shit no matter what. Jags plus three and a half, even if they're hurt. Shit, that might hit. Browns yeah, offense ain't that good. Yeah, three and a half on Jags, I really do like that, genuinely. I just, the Browns offense is just shit, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how they're going to score. And the Jags have weapons. I know ETN was banged up. I'd have to look and see the report on him. But, I mean, they've still got um, Ridley. They've uh, Christian Kirk is out. Yeah, I don't know. They, they are pretty banged oh, up Oh, yeah, now, he's, uh, he's going to be out for a while as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's tougher when I start to really break down the injuries, but I still think I'd land on the Jag side of things. I just can't get behind this Browns team. It's a for me, it's a no better. It's a Jags bet. Yeah, the only thing There's I'd no be worried is, no matter what, the Browns pass rush gets home a couple times, mm-hmm. and if they can't like run around that, or if say Lawrence is in there and he just can't move at all, and they get home on him, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that'll be tough because the Jags left tackle was. Um, I don't know if he's injured. I haven't checked that part of the entry report. But last game, he's the guy who stepped on Lawrence. And then he oh. also went out for the game. So if he's banged up too, Miles Garrett might have a field day. But yeah, I don't know. Not my favorite bet. We got It's early Thursday. We got to see how those injury reports shape out. Yeah, I don't see. Looking on Odd Shark, I don't see um, Travis Etienne or yeah, Etienne. I don't even know his first name. What is his first Travis, name? Travis, yeah. Okay, he's why got did a that brother. Weird? He's got a brother in Florida too. And there That's it's right. uh, similar. Um, gotcha. Um but yeah, Etienne's not listed. Funny enough, Bethard's actually listed with a shoulder. Huh. <laughs> so um he's questionable. But um yeah, Chris Kirk is out. Um Trevor Lawrence just is questionable. But yeah, if Etienne's in, I, I like that because Trevor can give dump offs, doesn't have to sit in the pocket. You know, he can trust in ETN to get get the job done, get some yards, bail him out a little bit. Yeah. I agree. Mari Cooper left last game with a concussion, so that's interesting. Yeah. And Not that they're going to have a quarterback to throw to him. I would be big on David oh, Njoku in this situation. Yeah. I'm going to say Marquise Goodwin also left with a concussion. So two wide receivers. Oh, questionable man. with concussions no wonder the under sitting they're the 30. main targets so yeah it would have to be you're right with two wide receivers you're going to be looking at the tight end for certain interesting uh, that was an interesting injury game deal. yeah i mean definitely if <clears throat> yeah just everywhere yeah like big big names that might too. just be sloppy Mm-hmm. okay it could be now there's some interesting weather I'm hearing reported out in the Meadowlands of New New York slash New Jersey. Live on the field, I hear is correspondent P. Now I'm Wait, hearing wind coming in. Is it it's gonna be pretty windy Sunday out there? Can you confirm? 
Uh, yeah, we're looking at the live weather report for the New York Jets versus the Houston Texans football match. And we're going to be getting 21 mile an hour gusts with about 58 degrees temperature. It is going to be 85% chance of precipitation. This is going to be a slop fest, make fuck fest type of game. If you don't have under two and a half points in this game, what are you doing with your investments? That's all oh, back to you. The unders. Me zero. This is a zero zero tie. Who's gonna get the first safety? Um the best play fumbles, total fumbles over three. And I'm gonna rip this straight off covers.com because the best play was under 18 and a half for the first half. But that's fucking money. It's moved down because it was such a good play. It's already down to 16 and a half. But I will still, because two touchdowns, a field goal blows this. But I'm willing to back under 16 and a half at plus money. Maybe the Jets don't score any touchdowns. And this is a battle of, oh, also race to 20 points, neither plus 145. Love this. Total set at 33 and a half. That Jets defense is about to set my next point. It's going to be a very tough battle between C.J. Stroud, hardest defense he's had to face yet, and the Jets' defense does not you know, mm-hmm. give up many points to anybody. And on the other side, it's just that Jets' offense is terrible. They're going to have a hard time scoring points. Uh, the Texans' defense isn't nothing to sleep on either. they got a good secondary. No slouch. No slouch. Led by, you know, D'Amico Ryans, that boy, possible mm-hmm. coach of the year. Can My yeah, dark, dark horse... Lovey Smith, um, <laughs> Lovey Smith actually jumped in a time machine and went back as a clone, and now he's D'Amico Ryan's. Yep, that's what I heard too. Those are the reports coming out of uh, Canton. <laughs> uh, especially, you know, he's a de- defensive guy too. So I swear I have this as like guys from Illinois. I'm not even a Bears fan, but I have this like deep down like hope that the Bears would ever hire Lovey Smith again. Dude. Bring him back, man. He made the playoffs and got fired. He went fired. 11 and 5 and got fired, dude. <laughs> he made the playoffs and got fired. Bring him back. Hey, come on. Holy shit. We are the worst franchise, man. That's my, those are my Bears, man. What can I say? Shit. That's why I'm a Jets fan and a Jags fan and a Texans fan. Secretly. Okay, but in this <laughs> Jets-Texans game, like we said, it's going to be windy. It's going to be under. You could... <sighs> I mean, Stroud's been great. This is just going to tell us a lot about him versus a great defense. Because you could yeah. almost, almost convince me that the Jets could win this game. I think they'll be a little better on offense with Zach Wilson. Obviously, I mean, he's not like starting caliber QB, but yeah, they're going to be better than Tim Boyle and shit. The funny thing on this game, did you see P, is there was a report that they wanted Zach Wilson to start again, and he was reluctant to go back. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. want to. I saw that. Yeah, I did see that. Um, I didn't read too much into it, so I don't know what was going on there. Um, but it's it's yeah. telling, and I, I'd land on the other side of kind of what you're saying, honestly. I, I'm, I'm all about Texans here. And it's just because the Texans have proved to me they can score points. The Texans have an identity coming into this game and the jets just seem lost and they seem hopeless. I mean, you're asking a guy to play quarterback who started the season and now doesn't want to play quarterback. Apparently, um, like I said, I didn't read too far into that. I don't know if there's, you know, yeah, it could be some fake truth news. to that, but it's, uh, I just know that if we've gotten those questions being raised about the jets, then just give me the team that's been pretty consistent this season. And you know what you're getting? Um, you know, and we are in weather, though. Like I said, it, it really is going to be some high winds, and there's going to be a good chance it'll be rainy. So it, it might be a slop fest, which you would think favors New York, but I, I think Houston can get down and get the ball in the end zone at least once, if not twice, and that would be enough to seal the deal here. Yeah, especially on, in my mind, I'm just jumping to those end-of-half scenarios, two-minute offense-type things. I just, like, see hurry-up offense, Stroud rushing the ball down the field. Right. Them making way, like, Zach Wilson doesn't. The only time he ever did that was when somehow I bet on that game to go to overtime between the Giants and the Jets. Right. <laughs> and against the Chiefs. He somehow did it against the Chiefs. Came out and Chief, played really man. well. 
That we'll, get, we'll get to the Chiefs. I got <laughs> speaking of that. Okay, but let's get enough enough about the Jets Texans. Uh, you, so you're leaning Texans spread here or money line? Yeah, I think I would take Texans money line. I'm a little wary on getting them more than a field goal because I think this will be tight just yeah, because of the sloppy. weather. It's gonna be tough to score points. Um, so yeah, I'd take money line. I would probably land on Jets um, if I wanted to pick a spread. And if the wind is going to be that like terrible and the quarterback's that bad, mm-hmm. it reminds me of a game where Buffalo played in some absolute terrible weather. You can just bet on like every wide receiver besides Garrett Wilson to take their under. Hmm. It usually works out. Love it. Okay. But off there, we got the Vikings versus the Raiders. Heavyweight matchup of O'Connell versus Josh Dobbs. It's what the people want. It's what the people needed. What do you think about either of these QBs? I don't know. Man, you really just summed it up there, didn't you? Um, This game, I'm going to tell you, there's one thing I want to look at. Is it the is Raiders? Justin Jefferson coming back because he is probable. I think that matters. We haven't seen him play with Dobbs. And let's be fair, the other wide receivers on the Vikings aren't great. Um, I don't love a lot of the wide receivers that are on the Vikings besides the rookie, um, whose name is eluding me, um, yeah, Addison, uh, Addison, Jordan Addison. Yeah, he's great. Um, but obviously he's a rookie and you're going to have little rookie mistakes that we don't see on TV or that aren't talked about. I'm sure it makes things difficult hooking up with a quarterback that's brand new as well being a rookie. Um, but if Justin Jefferson's back, I'm really curious to see how that looks with them. Um, I definitely am going to land on the side of the Vikings here. 100% give me Vikings spread. Give me Vikings everything. I, I don't care. The Raiders are just, no, I'm never going to put money on the Raiders. If I'm putting money on the Raiders, <laughs> and somebody needs to come get me and put me in a mental hospital. Uh, the Raiders seem to be a different team, though, with this head coach. And you can a, take them. And a heavyweight QB <laughs> matchup. My play was the Raiders. Oh no! Plus three. I'm calling the doctor for you, V. Because these b- these teams are <laughs> fucking fucked either way. You can throw this in the Bucks um Falcons game, and there's a lot of things better to bet. Uh, three <laughs> unanswered. <laughs> this is a three unanswered scores type of game on your old DraftKings. Not three scores kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think these teams like to play much defense, though. But if I don't we're think they like to play much, <laughs> you're gonna make me pick a Vikings pick. I can find one I love here. It's okay. over on Dobbs rushing at 24 yeah. and a half. He does like to get out very of the reasonable number. Uh, he struggled passing last game too, so maybe this time uh, he doesn't see his first second read. He'll take off. But don't forget about T.J. Hawkinson either. By, uh, him and Dobbs had a pretty good connection. Yeah, Vikings either way. I could see... I just like the plus three at home. I mean, because like you said, these teams... <laughs> they suck or what? I don't know. They're both in that boat. They're okay. both a letdown is what they are. They're both lucky we spent this much time talking about them. True. Okay. Now one for another a divisional matchup. Last time, this game got pretty out of hand. This time, I think it can get out of hand once again because what the Seahawks suck in, the 49ers are great at. So, look at this graphic. I got you. The 49ers, full game, minus 11. Give me the 49ers, first half, minus 6.5. And and give me the 49ers, second half, minus 5.5. Actually, give me the 49ers, alt minus 20. And if you really want some crazy, crazy value here, 49ers to win every quarter plus 650. I legit think these guys will win every quarter and handle. I mean, they handled the Seahawks in Seattle. I can't wait to see what they'll do to um in San Francisco. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I mean, I, I was on last week, Niners, Eagles. I was talking about how healthy the Niners were. They had the extra rest. I was confident they would go into Philadelphia and they would win that game. Um, I mean, this team that the 49ers have built is absolutely 
it's uh, I almost want to say unstoppable. I mean, we know that's not mm, it's borderline. reality in the NFL, but it's great. I mean, these 49ers have struck gold. They are running through the NFL. They're going to go straight to the Super Bowl. I don't know who can stop this team. With that being said, give me Seahawk money line. Plus 450. Put a thousand on that bitch, and then your negative sportsbook account, forget about it, because it's going exactly. right back to the top. Give me Seahawks money line and start talking to me about this Chiefs Bills game. Okay. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Let me, let me throw the 49ers graphic up there one more time just for just for <laughs> just maybe so some the, some the legit out Seahawks logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Getting out of there. Uh that was the last graphics. Last graphic I had until the teaser, though, because uh we didn't, we didn't pay the graphics guy enough. He got a little lazy. I think he started wanting to smoke some weed after he made about ten of them. Um I mean, but anyway. I know what this guy does. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm inside his head. The Bills versus the fucking Fraud Chiefs. We get a rematch of that crazy 13-second bullshit game in KC again. This is the type of game that even not as a fan, but just living somewhat near the area, like makes me want to drive out there and go to. Uh, so what do you think about the Bills Chiefs, oh. B? Bills Chiefs, man. You know, I don't really think much. I think that I wish we were two years in the past when this game was happening again because these teams <laughs> that's are not who we thought they that were. That is the greatest take probably, um, right? That's yeah, a great take. I, like, I don't... I'm not excited about this matchup because both of these teams have been kind of fraudulent this year. Um, and watching this game, I'm going to see Taylor Swift 17 times every hour, so I'm really going to be let down by this. I'm sure America is going to be let down by this because this will probably be marketed as game of the week. Yeah, um, for but sure. as far as a prediction goes, this slate this afternoon. I mean, it's it's, it's a good matchup. Because so I it's like one of those where I look at and I can't just pick instantly. So I mean, that means it is a good matchup. It's just the reason it's good is I will counter on. You know, we wish it was three years ago, but right. I would say that right now these teams make the perfect matchup still because they've, they've both fallen off in the similar way that right. they like still equally. Yeah. They're, like, they're just, equal. no one's fallen off more than the other. Like, yeah. They're in a, right now. This is the battle of who's fallen off more. Whoever loses this game has fallen off more than the other. And they both really need to get a win. I mean, I don't even know for record sake or for playoff sake, but these teams need a win just to get some morale back. I mean, their season has not gone the way they expected. Wait, no, anybody expected. But with all the bullshit being said, honestly, give me just fucking give me Bill's money line. I hate the Chiefs. I don't like them. I'm just I, I, they just can't. They seem like they can't get the job done. And when they do get the job done, it's just by enough. So give me the Bills and Josh Allen. He's probably gonna jump over a linebacker and flip forty times into the end zone or <laughs> something crazy. So he's he just has that it factor. And I don't know. I just like him. I can say. Oh, I, like I can get behind that and saying Mahomes, like the it factor, Mahomes is it factor. If like you can rate it, quantify it, it seems like mm -hmm. it's down this year. I've watched, yeah, I've watched the Chiefs games, and this dude does not have the same touch on the tricky passes. Say fitting it over the second level in between the safety and the backer on right. just like a perfect i've seen him under throw that ball at least three to four times this year and it's just not that old oh magic right. mahomes you know collinsworth sucking him off in the booth yeah throwing it <laughs> it's it's, it's just not it even i don't want to like get to in his body language this but when i watch them they just don't see the seem the mm -hmm. same like he's not He's not like excited. They're not as pumped up. Yeah. The Chiefs just seem different. They're like down. Yeah, I have a response to that. I honestly, my full hearted belief, I think it has something to do with the guys he's throwing to. He's he's lost names and he's lost people that he, you know, when he Man. was doing all the crazy shit, he's lost some of those guys he was doing that shit with. And he hasn't built, it doesn't feel like he's built that same chemistry. I mean, from game one, he's hitting guys in their hands and it's getting pick sixed. Like, yeah. I think there's a level of trust that's been lost. I think there's a level of just chemistry and just as a team, that that mojo, that like knowing when he drops back that he can get in trouble 
and these guys will make a play for him if he makes a play for them. I don't think there's that like that connection anymore. And so, yeah, I do. I think that's cause cause for the body language, and I think that's cause for a lot of the drop off of the big plays because I don't know if he's you know taking as many risks. And when he does take risks, it seems like they're just not synced up, and then a ball floats to a defender for an easy pick. There's just there's something going on between him and his receivers. He's only got Kelsey. That's what it feels like. And I'd hate to say it too, but. I mean, Kelsey's not getting any younger. I mean, he's in his 30s, and I thought there's been multiple times this year where he's just looked slower than... Yeah. Like, he yeah. just... He's looked bigger and slower than before. Like, he'll always be there for, you know, a 20-yard, 30-yard, right in the middle of the field, right. but... Unless you bet on it. Yeah, unless you bet it. It was it was <laughs> that, that game. It was that game. <laughs> and when he played against the Jets, he just looked slow, the lack of explosive... But I mean, I guess that's the the fucking the turf's terrible there too. So yeah, but. yeah, they're a different team. So I'm I'm on Bill's money line. That's my final. I think locker in. It sucks because the Chiefs are at home, and that's one of the mm-hmm. few places with a big, Ooh, huge. Gonna hear that all day. Maybe the greatest home field advantage in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I've been there for it. It's it's unreal. Uh, this is the type of game. Once somebody scores, you take the other team's spread immediately to try to get it okay. at plus six or plus seven. It's a live bet situation that you try to get a plus six number live. Also, I like under forty-eight just because this game will probably be, like you said, less mm-hmm. good than expected. Yeah, I'd get like a twenty to twenty-four kind of thing. I'm looking at like forty-four, forty-five on this one. Cut, take away a field goal and what they've got. Okay. Uh, underrated matchup, though, out of that. And I think kind of the game I'm really excited about for some reason is this Broncos Chargers game in LA. I don't know why, but I feel like Broncos Chargers just ends up being a good matchup. Are you trying to tell me that you think this Chargers game will be shockingly good? <laughs> Uh, I can. I don't know. I might bolt up for it. <laughs> just kick me off the show. And just let me. Uh, let me just get rid of your camera real quick. Okay, there he's gone. Everybody. <laughs> oh shit! What do you think? What do you got in this one, B? Um, for Chargers Broncos, I didn't have a graphic for this one, so I actually didn't dive too deep into the bets either. God, I cannot get back on that Broncos train after they ripped off five wins, but I cannot hop back on there. I think both defenses, well, Chargers defense sucks, we know. And if Sean Payton is willing to air the ball out, like, you remember when the Broncos played the Bears early and we put, like, $400 on it and we were sweating <laughs> yeah. dick on the Broncos? I was never sweating, to be fair, actually. Honestly, yeah, that was the... Cause, yeah, that was we, the biggest Bears letdown spot I've ever seen I should have live bet more on the Broncos and they're down to a halftime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Uh, uh, the uh, but, Broncos. Oh, okay, but that game... That game, Sean Payton wasn't willing to go to the pass right away. Russell Wilson was very efficient early, and I could we could you could see it. The stats the stats showed it. You know the eye test showed it. All that, and he still went to the run game. Went to the run game was too conservative. Now you know the Chargers are don't care. They'll air it out. They'll go for it on fourth down sometimes. They're a little more conservative this year, but. They're willing to do more of those things, especially with Justin Herbert. Pass it, pass it, pass it. Now, if the Broncos are willing to pass it, because the Chargers' only thing about their defense is Khalil Mack's all right, and their run their run defense is okay, but their pass defense is atrocious. So if they're willing to let Russell Wilson air it out, let Russ cook, if you will, I think the Broncos can get this. Okay. But if Sean Payton goes conservative, and I've seen them do this in New Orleans too with Drew Brees, when you just they didn't let him air it out soon enough, then the Chargers could get it ahead. That's kind I'm of all, what I'm, I'm looking all over, at. I'm all over Chargers in this one. Yeah, and it's for I, the same reason we took Texans last week. We said if Stroud doesn't turn over the ball, because turnovers are how Broncos are winning games. Those five games, we said if Stroud doesn't turn over the ball, the Texans will win this football game, and they did. Herbert is only throwing six picks all year. He's very good with for protecting the football, and Ooh, I just think he continues that. What a stat! At home against Denver, 
and Denver's not going to get those turnovers that they've been relying on to win games. I think we see them kind of fall back into a little bit of the rut that they were in at the beginning of the year, and they drop this game. I love that. Because then, like I said, I think Sean Payton, I've seen him do it. I've I've been watching my whole life, him in New Orleans. I think mm-hmm. he might start off too conservative then. I would even be big here. Uh, would this be our first half bet? I would love this first half. I mean, and just to go a little further, Herbert's 20 touchdowns, six picks, and he's thrown 65% completion. Like, he's been a great quarterback with wide receivers not being yeah. healthy. Like, he's and missing how... Mike Williams and... He's getting it done. So. How many how many clutch drops have we seen Quentin Johnson um have? Quentin McButters, bro. What are you Dude. talking about, man? This guy's Quentin dropped Mc... every pass that's ever been thrown to him. Mm. I thought he was a cornerback out there. McBet my under. the wrong jersey. Yeah. Um, for sure. And exactly though, to your point, like his Herbert stats still look amazing. He's still getting the job done really well and protecting the football while doing it. So um yeah, I'm all over the Chargers in this one, like I said, especially at home. I know home isn't a huge thing for them, but you made some my sort mind of comfort. Up. Just hammering it, getting the credit card out. Oh yeah, because I've just keep. I mean, even Odd Shark sitting here looking at the simulation of the minus two and a half spread, and they're like winning yeah. by ten. I'm like, I can just, I can see Wait, this formula, dude. Of and if they get, oh, if they get too or just aggressive, get first half if you don't want to take first full, half, right? yeah, I love uh, you. We're loving first half. First half bets around here have been great this year, and that's the mm-hmm. one I was feeling. So yeah, some of that. But I love the full game too. It's only two. It's yeah. I mean, Chargers win this number. by a field goal. I think. I think they're getting. This is a reaction number to them scoring six against the Patriots. Yeah. Like they didn't look great. Well, I think uh, they'll bounce be back too because of that. I mean, and I mean Trevor Lawrence or Trevor Lawrence. What is on my mind? Um, <laughs> Herbert threw for 212 yards and he threw 59% completion still. They just did not really score points. So, I mean, it it's, wasn't even his lowest yards thrown of the season. It was just a weird... Yeah, I think they had a couple games. holding penalties and things like that mm-hmm. that killed their drives yeah, as well. I think it's it's an overreaction number for sure to what happened last week. Okay, but... uh. Going a little long here. We're having some fun today. It's yeah, a good episode. We're really breaking these down. Um, Eagles versus Cowboys to finish the great. I mean, how can we not do a long episode? This slate is fantastic. Again, is. I won't say I like. Uh, I love almost every game, and even the bad games are just pretty good because of the matchups. Yeah, they're good bad matchups. That's kind of like what I said about tonight. If you remember that panthers bears game it was almost so bad it was good that's how mm-hmm. i feel about the steelers patriots game that's probably yeah. kicked off by now but okay eagles cowboys uh i think this is kind of a reactionary number the eagles were plus three unless people are just totally falling off them now what do you think tell me your opinion about the uh eagles and the yeah. cowboys so last week i told you the 49ers were my team to win against the eagles but it was really more so not as much that I thought the Eagles were worse than the 49ers. It's because it was really kind of a trap game for the Eagles. They were banged up. They had less rest. 49ers just got healthy, came off an easy game with extra days rest. Like I don't necessarily feel that that game was a representation of how good they are. I do 100% feel like this number is a reaction to them getting beat. I feel like getting beat at home by one of the better teams in the NFC, and then now you're going on the road to play what people consider to be one of the better teams in the NFC. Um, I'm all over the three and a half. That's what I see on Odd Shark. Or, yeah, on Odd Shark, sorry. Yeah, um, that's what it is a lot on so DraftKings. I, th- I think if I can, if I got a three and a half, uh, having them lose by a field goal, I genuinely feel like they could go into Dallas, win this game outright, and nobody will even be thinking about the San Francisco game. Like, it was just a bad spot for them. It genuinely was. I mean, yeah, and if we want to talk of matchups, uh, Cowboys got decimated by the same 49ers in the same way right. that mm-hmm. the Eagles did. Yeah, uh, Eagles have already 100%. beat the Cowboys. They always play them pretty well. If you want of, yeah, divisional, it's kind of like the Commanders-Eagles. That game yeah. was weird, weirdly close. The, Commander, the Cowboys, though, did uh, beat the shit out of the Commanders. So, <laughs> Yeah, that is true. But uh, for uh, this one, I just think if you fall on the wrong side, picking like who's gonna win, just give yourself those three points because let's most be honest be though, tight. right? What you got? 
unless you're a Cowboys fan, you don't enjoy betting on them. I mean, maybe on Thanksgiving, yeah. but definitely. Who the fuck That's likes the? Ca- I mean, we always. Unless you're a Cowboys fan, you go. They're not America's team. I mean, this ain't the fucking 1980s. Like, <laughs> unless you're True. unless you're 50 years old listening to this, and then sorry, but fuck the Cowboys. I mean, Dak's MVP candidate right now. But yeah, dude, Eagles will just keep pace. They did in the first game. Uh. 51 and a half is the total. Give me the motherfucking under, especially the second time divisional opponents are meeting. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, Eagles just made some signings for their linebacker core, which was the weakest part of their defense. Pass rush is good. Yeah, dude. Give me the under big time, 51 and a half. That is crazy for NFL this season. Especially prime time. Oh, th- dude, I just realized it was a prime time game. Under, 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 under. Those always are going oh, yeah. under. This is our Sunday nighter. Thursdays haven't been great for unders, but I, I, Sunday and Monday you, are like, ooh, auto. Just saw, don't know how much of a difference this makes. Uh, daughter out of action for at least four weeks. Ooh. I didn't know that. I was just looking through to see. Um, maybe so, I mean, he's, he's been... obviously he's a big weapon, but he hasn't been doing much. This I was year. like, maybe he he's been banged big... up. Yeah, he hasn't been having his big games like he uh, has in past seasons. Uh, yeah, man, that's gonna be a great end to the Sunday slate on Little Eagles Cowboys. Yeah, Goddard I mean, has two touchdowns this season. I honestly cannot wait. Oh man, he's he's been Not tough, been hurt, great, hurting. Then they should bring back. I know Ertz is like past his prime. They should just yeah. bring him there for veteran minimum just to like sit on the side or something. <laughs> yeah, fuck, if I can do that, just bring back Terrell Owens. Yeah, a little T.O., a little Zach <laughs> Ertz, a little Deshaun Jackson. Brian Dawkins. A little Dawkins Randall, Randall Cunningham. Oh, dude, if Hertz gets banged up, a little Randall right. Cunningham is the same offense, dude. Perfect. Hell yeah, man. I'm sure you still got some in the legs. Really? Uh, Titans, Dolphins. Wait, I, do we have two Monday night games? Yes, I was just thinking we needed this. What the hell? Last week again, and they okay. blessed us. Okay, and That's it's because they're both kind of bad. We got the Dolphins oh. blowing out the Titans on the first game. I don't game. even know the number. Sorry to interrupt you. I don't even know the number. Why am I already creaming for Dolphins' first half spread? Dude, right now, yeah, I'm mad at myself that I haven't looked at Dolphins' first half spread. I don't, you don't have to say the number. I creamed already. It's gone. Okay, tell us about this game a little bit, P, and then I'm okay. going to find us the number. Yeah, on... you pull that number up. This is a D-O-L-P-H-I-N-S, Dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins game. I mean, we love the Titans around here oh, when Jesus. they're an underdog, but we do not want them when they're an underdog on the road against Miami Dolphins on primetime. This is not a spot for the Titans to show out. This is a spot for the Titans to show us who they really are, which is a bottom-of-the-barrel team with a rookie quarterback starting, with no identity, with no secondary, with a great coach. I'll give them that. But um, But at home, it's just not. They struggle on the road. Yeah. They have won all their games at home. They haven't. I think maybe won one game on the road and they're playing a good Dolphins team that can really just tear apart a secondary and they're at the bottom of the league as far as secondaries go. So this is going to be a Dolphins murder in Miami calling it now. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's kind of crazy that the spreads 13 here and odd sharks even predicted it to win when the NFL has provided big ass spreads. It's usually like you you think, oh, no way they cover plus 13 or no way. Yeah, like minus 13. But it seems to be kind of a low key gift in the NFL. And if you want a comparison, it's that Giants Cowboys game when DeVito started his first or second time against the Cowboys. And it was a 16 point spread and they it. It was fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't make (laughs) spreads high enough for games like these. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. Will they're not going to make a spread minus 30, but that's what it should be. (laughs) Because when you get when you get over almost two touchdowns, plus 13, plus 14, 
And with Vrabel, like you said, a good coach, people will start. You'll get 50-50 action. Somebody out there oh, in the yeah. world thinks. There's some pros oh, Titan, like, Titans plus 13. And they're putting 10 grand on it. And they're and, keeping our number. And, our and I'll spot. tell you, it's the same people who thought the Dolphins wouldn't cover against the Commanders at, on the road. Yep. So bet the motherfucking Dolphins. They will cover that 13. Bet the rent on the Dolphins minus, but just alt it. Alt spread to minus 27 and a half. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's Odd Shark have it at? 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 14 points. So, yeah, they got him by one, almost two at the point eight. Um, the first half spread numbers here are kind of funny. Dolphins minus seven and a half is. Yeah, it's not great. Plus 102. We like that touchdown. But if you put it at minus seven, alt, it drops to minus 121. <laughs> yeah. That's so, they Vegas definitely weird. knows. It's like. Yeah. They've seen this story before. Because with NFL defenses, like especially in prime time, they usually play a good, hard first half. And if the offense isn't good, like the Titans, they'll tire out, and then that's when they can get exposed in the second half. But the Dolphins' second half, minus six and a half, not a bad bet there. Usually not a second half better just because yeah. you never know. But that's not a terrible bet in prime yeah, time. Burning um, up the clock and things like that. Yeah, get in there it can get messy. The Dolphins but in backups is a reality for this game too. Like, I I for I'm well. Derrick Henry got banged up though. What's his injury kind of like? Oh, let me look and see. Because I'm kind of discounting the Titans' run game. The Dolphins' pass defense is pretty solid. They got Jalen Ramsey. You know, some other good corners. Pretty good safety. They lost Jalen Phillips, but it's almost like they're better when they have Andrew Van Ginkle down in the defensive end position. Guy rushes the passer crazy. Uh, you could probably get a pretty good value here if your book offers sacks on Andrew Van Ginkle over 0.75. I mean, this is a Monday game. I'm sure that line's not out yet, but I'd be looking at that just based on any time... Jalen Phillips has been out for the Dolphins. Andrew Van Ginkle's stepped in and got a pretty big pass rush. Any update on Henry? Yeah, so Henry's probable for Monday. It says he you know, left last game with a head injury, but it's anticipated that he will be active. So okay, I so don't think they have him active with a head injury unless he's 100%. Yeah, and if it was concussion protocol or something, he should be yeah, good. It's by... not like a banged-up knee that's going to be hurting him through the game or something. It's they're, Either he's going to be good or he's not going to play. But yeah, it sounds like he's on track to be good. Dolphins, 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 though. Yeah, Dolphins for sure. Yeah, suck them off. Packers, Giants. Right. They, had the to, <laughs> they had to throw this another game on here because Dolphins are going to win by 40. So we have the Packers, Giants on the other channel. You got oh, DeVito still starting. Tyrod Taylor's back from IR. Uh, plus six and a half is... Yeah, I'm going to be on the Giants here. Yeah, the Packers are just banged up. Watson questionable, Aaron Jones questionable, I J Jazir Alexander questionable. They lost Musgrave, the one of their tight ends that had been doing real um good for him. They're banged up. Um and honestly, DeVito's come out and he's looked very good. I mean, I would say he's a, you know, game management type. He can Jets keep might him from want losing him. the game. Um yeah, Jets might want him. I mean, shit, the Jets might need Randall Cunningham as we talked about earlier. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Green Bay is just banged up. They're coming off a big win. I think this is a letdown spot in New York coming yeah. to MetLife. Um you know, you got Jordan Love playing in New York on the road. It's going to be Ooh, we chilly. We're going to have some 15 mile an hour winds it looks like. And um, you know what's so, big is know, uh Aaron Jones is out, right? It shows him as questionable questionable okay yeah, jones alexander and watson are all questionable but like those are main pieces to the team all three of them so and they're significant injuries i mean aaron jones is a running back and he's questionable with a knee watson's questionable with a hamstring and jair alexander who makes tackles is questionable with a shoulder like it's all the worst body parts for each position honestly <laughs> not great all right not so because all that i'm um, expecting definitely a close little Tough mm -hmm. matchup. Uh, prime time, like we said, in December. It's going to be cold. Points are going to be tough to come by. Over-under yep. set at 30. 
Um, if you're almost giving me a touchdown with the Giants at plus six and a half, I mean, shit, buy it up a half a point at that mm-hmm. if you want. Uh, this me... wouldn't surprise me if the Giants went out right. So, yeah, plus six and a half is great. Yeah. Yeah, like I like that. I would, in my mind, I was almost thinking of like maybe I could get a Giants first half bet. Maybe they mm-hmm. start hot, hot but uh, last week I said that with the Packers because um, they always had first half struggles and it kind of reversed. Packers had a decent first half last week. Chiefs were just bad all around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good yep. slate though. It's a good week. Yeah, leaning Giants right there. Uh, mm-hmm. Cross the Looking hour that. mark. Pretty much just got all the games done. Nothing else to say. How about it? No, it was a good week. It will be a good week. All right, this is my favorite episode so far. Uh, favorite week so far. Week fourteen yeah. is gonna be great. For sure. Get you uh, get your game pulled up. Thursday night games going, and pour yourself a little vodka and milkington, and <laughs> enjoy that Thursday night football, y'all. All right, Hoagie P. Catch you next week. Peace out.